This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. For some parents, it's not too long till you'll be outside the school gate, probably a blubbering mess, <laughs> dropping off your child for the first time, <laughs> trying to hold it all together. There's a well of emotion on a day like that. And so we've got Dr. Kayleen Henderson, a childhood psychiatrist on the line to share a few sort of tips that might make the transition a little easier for you and your child. Good morning, Dr. Kayleen. Good morning, Ali. So I can imagine that there are some kids who will just be bolting away from their parents, running into school, never looking back. But there'll be others who will be clinging to mom and dad for dear life. What can parents do to get their kids ready for big school? Yeah, it's a great question. There will always be little ones who are who are less adventurous or more more nervous about this big step. Um, and there, I mean, there are two main big things that we can do to prepare our little children for for this big new chapter. Uh, the first is essentially fostering familiarity, being familiar with where they're headed, having a look at the school. If they haven't had a chance to visit it, then um, you know, because I know that's been a little bit tricky with COVID. You know, having a look at the school, have, having a drive by, jumping out, having a look at what it looks like, seeing where the classrooms are. Uh, ideally getting in early on your first day and meeting the teacher that they're going to be you know, entrusted to and building a relationship with. If they know a few familiar faces in the same class and it's great to key up, you know, play dates or even, you know, Zoom talks if that's not practical at the moment. But anything you can do to make the whole experience a little bit less unknown, I think, um, is really helpful. And, and the second main thing is just practice, practicing what's to come. There's a lot of newness that I think we forget for little children starting school. Things like, you know, putting their hands up to go to, asking to go to the toilet, uh, opening up all their lunch containers by themselves, introducing themselves to, to new classmates. There's lots of new things that we can practice before we get there with our little ones to make the experience a bit more familiar and less daunting. I hadn't even thought about that, like the idea no. that you might not even know how to open up your lunchbox because it's the first yeah. time you've got a lunchbox. <laughs> uh, you see a lot of parents who, who enter that stage with their children and they hype it up. So they'll be like, you're going to love school, you're going to learn to mm. read, you're going to meet lots of new new friends. You, you know, is it helpful to to take that approach, to hype it up and really build it up, or is there more of a natural easing into it? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think any time we set expectations unrealistically high there's only one way things can <laughs> things can go um so it's so you're right it's not helpful it's it's more it's more helpful to actually just set reasonable expectations and say things like gosh how are you feeling about starting school there is a lot of new stuff things that they're going to really enjoy things that will seem new and tricky at the start that they'll that they'll conquer and feel really proud of themselves for over weeks to months but i think being realistic about it is is far more helpful and i think it opens kids up to the notion too that when things aren't all awesome all of the time, they can they can talk to you about that because you're kind mm. of on the same page. With daycare, like we spend a lot of time talking about the educators at home, you know, by name, we had some photos up. Is that a helpful thing to do in terms of, you know, creating a bond between your kids and the teacher? Yeah, that's incredibly helpful. I think that's actually the most the one factor that can help your child settle in most quickly is developing a relationship with their teacher so that they feel safe and secure going to school. And and once upon a time, pre-COVID, you know, our little ones, when they started school, they could go along to orientation days, they could meet their teachers ahead of time. And that's 
sadly not not doable anymore. Um, but certainly that first day, getting there early, taking a photo if you can of your child and their teacher so you can pop it on the fridge. Um, you know, the reality is your your teacher is going to be a bit of an extension of your your village, an extension of your family. So fostering. Uh, that relationship as as much and as quickly as you can will certainly help your child to settle in. What if your child is the one who is absolutely hysterical at drop-off? Like, mm. Do you just leave and trust that they'll be okay? Or in that moment, um, what can you do to support them? Yeah, it's really tricky. I mean, I think if you foresee that ahead of time, there are a couple of things that you can do. Um, one is one is essentially practicing your goodbyes, just like we expect, you know, that children will will upskill more quickly if they practice any new task. Um, practicing goodbyes, practicing social and emotional skills, it, it's just the same. So if we know that it's pretty likely our child is going to be that child who's having a really tough time at drop off, then we can say to them, you know, a week out, we've got our goodbye for school coming. I know that can be a little bit tricky for us sometimes. So how about you and I have a practice so that we know what to do on the day? And then you literally just role play. You know, one of us needs to be you, one of us can be me, and we'll practice our goodbyes now. Let's swap around. Um, you know, and we just kind of make it fun and playful knowing that kids learn through play and, and through repetition. Um, the other thing you can do, I know some schools, if, you, if you're really worried that your child is going to be very anxious and is going to have a lot of trouble on the day, some schools are allowing uh, children based on their particular needs to come in just one-on-one and meet the, meet the teacher ahead of time or come and um, meet uh, some of the support staff ahead of time. Uh, even if they can't do whole class orientation. So if that's a particular concern for your child, that might be something to consider. And perhaps even practising your goodbyes in that situation might be useful. Mm. But on the day, essentially it's about leaving your child with a person. You never leave your child with an activity. Because if you acknowledge that your child is, is needing comfort from someone, even if it can't be you and that's okay, you need to kind of hand over that that need to somebody else. And in that situation, it's going to be your child's teacher. So saying something like, um, my little one's feeling really nervous and a bit sad about about saying goodbye to me this morning. Um, they're also feeling really excited about all the things they're going to learn. But right now, now it feels pretty tricky for them. Can you please let them stick with you after I go until they're feeling better? Mm-hmm. And, you know, teachers are well across that. This is something they're used to seeing time and time again. They're great with meeting little children's needs and they'll absolutely be there for your child. But I think being able to do that not only provides your child with an avenue for comfort, but it also communicates to your child that, you know, this is your go-to person. This is your this is your big person while I'm away and that, that's okay and you're going to be okay. Any tips for parents who are adjusting? Like even if it's your first one and you drop them off and you, you walk away and they might be doing really well. Mm. They might, yeah. they may, they may show that they're struggling, but you've got to walk away and you've got to let go and go. Okay, I've got to adjust to now. I've only got two at home, or I've only got one at home, or mm. maybe that's my only child, and I have that. It's all in one go. That this is the beginning and the end of an era in one moment. Like, mm. are there any tips for parents? Because we've talked a lot about children, but what about the parents? Yeah, that's a really good point. I know schools traditionally, a lot of schools have put on tea and tissues for parents after that first <laughs> drop-off. That's great. Awesome. Which is completely an acknowledgement of, of what, you know, it, it is a big emotional moment for a lot of parents and, and there's a need there. 
Um, and sadly, again, you know, gatherings with parents aren't, aren't practical in this, you know, in this particular time we're all going through. So I think acknowledge, expecting that, that it is going to hit you, expecting that this will be an emotional moment for many parents, not all parents, but for many parents. And I guess planning for that ahead of time. You don't want to rely on your child as your emotional you know, go-to person for comfort because you're you're being that person for them. But who else in your world can you can you line up for a phone call as you sit and cry in the car, or you know, can you <laughs> tee up um, you know coffee with your partner when you get home? You know, can you who can you tap into and lean into uh, straight after that moment? Because there's a good chance that you're going to be needing comfort, and unfortunately, um, school communities can't offer that in person as much as they once could have because of COVID. Mm. Um, and for parents who, you know, the opposite of me, who I was so blasé, not realising what was about to hit me, but if there are parents who are who are feeling quite anxious, which, you know, to be honest, in in the current circumstance is probably going to be more common, mm. um, right. I think we just have to be really careful that we don't project that anxiety onto our little ones about starting school, that we, we don't express to them that we're, we're worried about their safety. And, and essentially, you know, when we want our children to feel brave entering a new situation, sometimes the best way to do that is by being brave ourselves. Uh, so I think just monitoring how we're feeling ourselves is an important point too, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Dr. Gaylin Henson, thank you so much for all your wisdom. Some really um, good practical ideas. Parents, gearing up for that day, all the best to you. And yeah, as as Dr. Gaylin said, you know, the teachers are there. They do this every year. They understand how you're feeling, how your kiddos are feeling. You're in good hands. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.